Hello and welcome to the Limitless Possibilities podcast. My name is Zach Johnson. This is episode number 41, and I can't thank each and every one of you for being here. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. And if you're a new listener, thank you for tuning in. I'm really excited to be able to continue to bring the limitless possibilities through the amazing interviews that I've been able to do so far and the amazing interviews that I want to be able to continue to bring each and every one of you as well as bringing some of my own insights and sharing more of my story about the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations that I've had to go through to get to being a professional athlete. And I'm really excited about today's guest as he's somebody that as you will hear during the interview is incredibly passionate about what he does, but he hasn't always necessarily been that way. And he hasn't always necessarily been the most open-minded as he alludes to too, which I think is such an incredible trait is to be able to take and really do a self-evaluation and look and say, okay, how can I be better? And he really has created something great in the brand that he has going as well as having a great podcast that really challenged people to step outside of their comfort zone and really look at things differently in the see through a podcast. And he really has a passion for the company that he's building. So I'm really excited. For you guys to check that one out. If you're a returning listener, you'll know that I've spoken about this book previously. But if you are somebody that is looking for a book to really kind of invigorate your mind and kind of maybe get you to think in a different perspective, I really recommend checking out Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. I just finished listening to the audiobook. I'm definitely going to be getting the hard copy so that I can be marking it up. And I will be doing a book review on that over on the Instagram page as I did formally with the 5am club with Robin Sharma. But the one thing that I really love about Jay Shetty's thing is he's very open, honest and vulnerable talking about exactly what you'll hear in Brian's interview today, how he took his mentality threw that aside and reinvented himself. And I think that's something that each and every one of us can understand. And is no matter the situation that we're currently in, we can always find something to reinvent ourselves. It might be hard. We might have to take stumbles and falls, but we're never stuck where we're at. Being stuck is such a big mindset. And by being stuck in that mindset, we put ourselves into a victim mentality. And it's so easy because there's such a fine line. And as you'll hear again in today's interview, there's a big connection between that fine line of being stuck or really pushing forward. So I really hope no matter what situation you're in, you're able to find that drive, find that passion to be able to get yourself out of anything you're doing. And if things are going great and everything's positive, I'm very proud of you and keep rocking, keep going forward because I know that's something that is so important is to continue having movement and continue to making progress. Today's episode is brought to you by Team Omai, Out Hustle My Yesterday Apparel. You can check them out at teamomai.com. It's T-E-A-M-O-H-M-Y.com. Use the code LIMITLESS for 15% off. And I can honestly say I wear their clothes every single day, whether it be the beanie when I'm going outside because the weather is a little bit cooler, wearing the hat as a snapback because I like to feel, or wearing the comfortable sweaters that I received, hoodies that I have, or some of the amazing t-shirts, whether I'm just wearing it as loungewear, sitting at home, I'm going out for a walk, I'm going out for a jog, or I'm just going for a casual trip to the grocery store. It's Team Omai, so T-E-A-M-O-H-M-Y.com and use the code LIMITLESS for 15% off on every order. And now we'll send it over to the interview with Brian. I'll catch you on the other side. Next up on the Limitless Possibilities podcast, we have originally from Alabama, 
a retired Navy veteran, the host of the See Through It podcast, and the owner and creator of the Warriors Collection brand. Ryan Sales, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing really good, man. I'm glad you're on and being able to share your story. I think uh, obviously going through a lot of stuff, I think would be quite inspiring for a lot of people. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it keeps people from falling into those same uh, potholes or traps that I fell into as I gotten up in age now. <laughs> yeah. I always learn and moving forward though. And I think that's something that, you know, really valued from the the friendship and the relationship that we've been able to kind of cultivate. I know you don't like the word friends. So we'll say communicative, um, communicative partnership. How's that? And, like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so kind of creating that and really just, you know, one of the things that I've valued is the depth of conversation that we're able to go into, you know, it's not just a surface conversation. It's a lot of really articulating and looking at the depth of where things are at, whether it be, you know, talking about the the podcast and kind of things that have worked out great for you or kind of some of the things that you've gone through being in the Navy and then retiring and, you know, really just being real and vulnerable coming out. And then obviously what it took to start the brand. Mm-hmm. So with the, obviously coming out of high school and going into what kind of led you into, I guess, going into the Navy, was it that you were looking for some meaning or was it that you had always known that you wanted that structure or what was it that kind of led you, I guess, to that path? So like joining the Navy was a, a move that I did because I had my son, Previously, I had already had a daughter, so I was like scrambling to figure out what am I going to do? Like, what am I doing? Just what am I doing out here? So I ended up joining the Navy and, um, you know, I was still still playing around, you know, just still not really focused on what that really meant. And then, like I said, when actually when I went through boot camp and um, I graduated and we, they were still playing the the anthem and it just it hit me differently like uh, I got all teary eyed and every now and then I would get the chills from hearing it or whatever and as time went on um, like I started to gravitate to what the military was the structure and all of that even though I still had a piece of me that was still wanting to play and just because you know you're a certain age doesn't mean you you're actually grown mm-hmm. You know, I was still uh, a, a kid. I was still trying to, you know, just, I was still trying to find my way, but there was another part of me that was like trying to grab onto what the military was trying to push or what was trying to instill into me. Um, you know, I ended up getting out in 2012. Um, and then I actually, I went back into the military, to the army. And then that's who retired me. But the second time, back into the military was, which was a much more deeper calling. Um, I didn't like my civilian jobs, my regular jobs. I felt like I was being taken advantage of and this and that. So I ended up going into the army and it was just a much more deeper connection. I wanted to represent the country and I want, I was, I was willing to die. Uh, I had I joined a combat arms uh, job, and like it was serious. I, I was it, everything that that I had been instilled in when I was younger was the same stuff that the military was instilling into the soldiers, you know, the sailors and the Marines. 
was the same thing. So that connection just grew deeper and I, and I craved it. I craved that, that structure, that discipline, that foundation, you know, um, I craved it. So, and when they retired me, it just, it was like a, a sledgehammer to the chest. It was like, dang, what am I going to do now? Do you think that, so like you said, you're kind of, so to say playing or maybe a little bit lost and trying to find yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe what kind of drove you a little bit towards that is the call to service? And I don't necessarily mean military service. What I mean is by serving other people. And I think that kind of resonates now with you doing the podcast that you're doing, you're doing it to kind of help serve other people and the brand you're doing it to help serve other people. So do you think that one of the traits that maybe you didn't recognize when you were younger that you had was that longing for servitude in giving back and helping people in, in whatever way possible? That's a great question. I would definitely say, yeah. Um, before the military, I would do flag football games where I was the referee and it, it felt good being out there with the little kids trying to, you know, get them to line up uh, properly and, and understand the game. It, it, it was nice. So the, the service to the community, to the young ones, to, to show them the right way. And then, you know, joining the military, uh, being an example, you know, for other people that are thinking about joining or whatever. So yeah, that, 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 I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I so, think yeah, service. It, and I think that's, you know, something that's so overlooked, right? When we're in, when we're in high school, we're in, you know, middle school, different things like that. We always have our, let's say our pods that we fit into our groups that we fit into. And when we get out of high school, the people that tend to be lost that I've seen, and maybe you can talk a little bit more on this too, seem to be the ones that are wanting to help or give back, but they're just unsure how to. So if you were to say, talk to your younger self or give a, you know, speech or, you know, any something to kind of look at for somebody that's maybe in that position, what would you kind of suggest to them to be able to maybe find that servitude? Would it be just kind of whatever really ignites that fire, go towards it? Or what would be kind of your suggestion, I guess? Man, that, um, I would say you have to have that real conversation with yourself. Uh, I would, like, I had to have a real conversation with myself. Um, and like if me looking back on it now, back then I was, I was selfish. So to say that I was looking to serve, it, it just didn't, it just didn't fit. But like I said, that, the the part of me that was trying to mature and try to grow up, he, he wanted to serve the people. So, um, I would say to, you know, have a honest conversation with yourself, have a, a real honest, brutal conversation with yourself to figure out what it is. Because I mean, for a long time I was lying to myself, you know, mm-hmm. it's just because I didn't know. So the lies just kept, <laughs> so I didn't know where I was going or what I was doing, but when the light came, it, it, it made sense. It all clicked. So if a person's kind of looking to have that conversation with themselves, what do you think the good, like first step, so to say would be, would it be just really just opening up to vulnerability or trying to not put a persona or a mask on who we are? Do you think that would be 
what would be kind of your, I guess, engagement to help that person that is kind of stuck trying to get that first step going? That first step is, is a tough step. And I would definitely say do it before you lose everything. It's so long. You can just, those lies would damage you and the people that you're connected to. Like those lies will damage and destroy a lot of things. So, you know, definitely if you're wanting to really know who you are and what it is, have that real conversation before it gets too late. Um, just be real, be honest and, and, and be vulnerable. Cause I, I think during my time I was, uh, being vulnerable was not a thing for me. I, I, I was, I, I wanted to be Colossus, you know, who Colossus is right. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I would, I was Goldberg or Wolverine. I, I was, I was not going to be vulnerable. So I, I, I pride myself on not feeling pain. And if, if I did feel any pain, I pride myself on turning that pain into more pain for someone else. See that that was, that's sick. <laughs> so, you know, don't, don't get to that stage. Do not get to that stage. Definitely, you know, recognize it, have that conversation with yourself and recognize, Hey, do I want to go down that road or I'm having a chance right now. I can stop it and find out what, what is what. Do you think, so obviously being able to step into, like you said, as you've gotten older and kind of being more connected to who you truly are, do you think by truly tapping into your emotions, that was kind of that first step or that vulnerability. And I, and I asked because I know growing up playing sports and, you know, being around people that were involved in various careers, we were as males, we were always told, push those feelings down. Don't be, you know, don't have feelings. Do you think that by going more into your feelings, it's allowed you to kind of elevate and serve people more? Going more. I can, I can see that because I'm, I'm generally wanting to help them to avoid any potholes or any, you know, those, any trip ups. Um, so yeah, I can, I can, I can see that. I'm right now I'm learning while we're having this and I'm learning more about myself is, <laughs> and that's another thing you got to be willing to continue to learn more about you yourself and continue to grow. Um, because it's never, I mean, it's never ending process. And if you do stop growing, then you're probably dead or you're not aware of who what's really going on. So Well, and that's some of the things that I've really respected about the podcast that you've done, whether it be through the interviews that you've had, or just some of the, you know, one solo interviews that you've done is you've really challenged people to look at things differently. Obviously the name is the see through a podcast, but you're, you're looking at it and maybe sometimes you don't even recognize it, but when you're talking to a lot of things, you're trying to invoke emotion because one thing for me listening to your episodes is it changes my perspective. So like you said, you have to be open, but the openness of what you're saying usually invokes an emotion one way or another. And Mm -hmm. if we're being invoked emotionally one way or another, there's usually a chance for growth. So if a person is kind of stuck where they're maybe hotheaded or they're, you know, not willing to be open, what would you kind of suggest to them or what would be that step to be more open to be able to, I guess, step into that uncomfortable zone? I would say why 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 do you not want to be vulnerable? 
what is it? What do you, what, what is it? What is, what is hiding behind that door? What are you scared of? And I had that conversation with myself. Uh, I think when I was younger, uh, not being accepted by, you know, people that look like, look like me and people that didn't look like me. I grew up in Alabama. So, uh, there was a lot of racism going around, uh, and just not being accepted from, like I said, people that look like me and people that didn't look like me. So as I got older, <clears throat> I didn't want to feel that no more. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to feel that anymore. So I didn't want to be vulnerable. So that, I would, what are you scared of? What are you protecting yourself from? So, and if you can answer that, then you, you should be able to figure out how to heal yourself and, and do better from there. But yeah. When you're kind of going through the process of reinvigorating and kind of finding yourself or some of the big things that you hit the, you know, prototypical things that males go through, you know, a lot of males go through that, I guess, comparative analysis to other males. We have that competitive drive inside of us. We have, unfortunately, you know, we look at and go, Oh, I, you know, he's bigger, stronger. So, you know, I need to be like that instead of just accepting, you know, we are who we are. Were those kind of some of those things that you had kind of broke through and developed through and to become, you know, the, the individual that you are now. Actually, I never, and it's, I, as soon as you said it, I, I don't I don't believe I ever really compared myself to another person. I, I don't believe I was ever putting myself in competition with someone else. Uh, I've always had the competition against myself. Because uh, like I said, even from, you know, just, I never really liked myself, you know, from the things that I put people through and the things that I've been through and things, like I said, from people not even accepting me. So it was kind of hard to look at myself like I'm big and bad. I'm, I'm, I, I was still trying to figure out me, you know, I was still trying to like things about me. So I, I didn't, I never really put any, <clears throat> sorry. I never put any really, no real focus on what another person was doing. Um, yeah. Outside of me. <laughs> And I think that's the other, you know, that's the other side of the coin. Like you just said, is we can be so hurtful to ourselves with, you know, negative self-talk and, you know, being so competitive on ourselves. And I, I, the same way as yourself, I struggle with that uh, when I was younger, quite a bit where I would beat myself down, you know, mentally because I didn't achieve what I wanted. So one of the processes that I've had to go through, and I'm sure, you know, you've had to go through it as well, is how were you kind of able to break through that and see through it, so to say, and really find that self-love in understanding that it's okay to fail because if we learn from our failures, we'll be better. Ooh, that's a lot. I would say, uh, you know, it was accountability on things that I was responsible for. Um, and I, I think it was just two years ago where I would, I heard of the self-love and the self-compassion because I had it, like I had an anger issue. So they, they had me in different counseling groups and all of that. And uh, I, w- I was able to start to cope with it. It's hard. It's definitely hard. Like years of, you know, going in on yourself about things that you feel like 
you should already know or things that you should that you feel like you should already done better. It it it, it still pops up every now and then, but uh, I remember, hey, it's it, you know I'm growing, I'm still learning. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely say for me, I had to just hold myself accountable and look at it like, okay, mm. I'm mad about whatever happened. Did I know? Yes or no? And, you know, just walk myself through those steps. And so to be able to find self-love, each one of us kind of has to find our process to alleviate some of that stress and anxiety. What have kind of been some of your go-tos? I know you're an avid lifter, so lifting obviously, but have you kind of leaned on maybe breathing practices or reading or obviously doing the podcast yourself, or is there any quotes or anything that have kind of helped you, so to say, right the ship when things maybe are off, off course? One of my favorites, uh, one of my favorite quotes, I don't know if it's a quote, but I, I heard it a lot when I was growing up. Uh, uh, my mom would quickly say, uh, well, it was, uh, they, they, they killed Jesus. They killed Jesus. His own people killed Jesus. You think you're going to walk around on this earth unscathed? And I was like, I mean, that's, and when you, you hear that when you're young, you're like, I don't even know what that means. But as you get older and you start looking at it, you know, if you're a religious person, his own people took him out because they didn't like what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And how is it that I'm just going to walk this earth and people that, you know, I'm not related to or anything, even that, that you're related to, they're going to say something bad about you. So it's either, you know, sit there and take it and crumble or keep going. Um, another thing I, I try some breathing techniques, but for some reason, the breathing just, it's like a fire. You know, when you blow onto a fire, the fire gets bigger. Mm-hmm. So the breathing <laughs> sound like a psycho. <laughs> the breathing doesn't really, sometimes it depends on what it is. And then it, I don't know if you can see it, but my bag is that. So, I mean, punching the bag until I'm done, but yeah. Um, that those are my things. <laughs> and I mean, those are, it's huge too, right? Because on the other side of discomfort, on the other side of challenge is usually where success lies. And so many mm-hmm. people we get into that. We're scared of being vulnerable. We're scared of being challenged and nobody, you know, really, like you said, nobody's gone through life without challenges and it's either mm-hmm. we're going to rise up to it. And that's where I really love the warriors brand and what it stands for. So how did you kind of come to, what it stands for and why it means so much to you. Like what was the, obviously, you know, like you said, the servitude wanting to give back, but where did that true warrior mentality kind of come from? And then where is it kind of led to now for you? Well, the the mentality came when the military retired me, I couldn't find anything to do, couldn't find any work. And it was, uh, the dark cloud was eating me. I was sitting on the sofa. It was just, eating me just I, w- I was basically dying on the inside <laughs> so then I created I, I I was like you know what either I'm just gonna just wither away or I'm gonna create something I'm gonna do something so I ended up creating a you know a brand and uh, I wrote down what it would mean uh, what would be the foundation of it and basically I took my core values from the army the navy and things that um was instilled in me uh, when I was growing up and 
it became the Warriors Collection brand. It became, I felt like those things, the honor, the integrity, the respect, the loyalty and commitment and courage um, was like a, was the foundation that gave new life to me. Uh, because like I said, the old me was so toxic. He, he had no foundation. He, wherever the wind blew, that's where you went. Uh, wherever the anger and rage took him, that's where he went. There was nothing there. So now we have a solid foundation of, of a warrior. And he's, he's a different person. <laughs> he's a different person. So I'm looking to, you know, challenge people's mindsets, even with the podcast, to see through it. Was it we gonna, like I said, we're going to be rebranding that, but just changing how you view things and, and questioning things. You should be questioning why and how is this things are happening. You should be holding yourself accountable. Why are you responding to certain things the way you're responding to certain things? It, the, the, everything that I'm doing is tied in together. The mm-hmm. podcast, the brand. So basically, I just want to you know, empower people to, you know, stand on something, whatever it is, stand on something and, and, you know, fight for what you believe in. Because I mean, we see in today's society where people are being ran over or people are just being pulled and they don't even know they're being pulled. The ground that they stand on is quicksand. And they don't even know it. Well, and, and I think something that you just said there too is you know, when we have a plan, right, we're destined or right, maybe shouldn't use the word destined, but we're a lot more likely to succeed where when we kind of just go with the flow and we don't have a plan, typically we end up living by somebody else's plans. So do you think by kind of obviously going through the darker times like you talked about is never easy? Mm-hmm. But by going through that, you understood, okay, I'm no longer willing to go by somebody else's plan. I'm going to make my own and go and get what I want and kind mm-hmm. of instill that, like you said, being open to challenge, being open to it. And how kind of hard was that to kind of, I guess, break through that? Cause I think that's the biggest thing that holds a lot of people back, right? Is we maybe are maybe not necessarily scared, but we're nervous to take that leap off the cliff, so to say, because we don't know what's on the other side. And for a lot of people, they get stuck in that. Well, it's always been this way. So I'm just going to go that way. So what was kind of your real driving force to kind of break that mold and be like, I'm no longer going to live by anybody else's plans. I'm going to chase what I want. Basically sick and tired of being tired. It was just, I was tired of, tired of the nonsense. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a no nonsense type of person. I, I don't have the, like, you know, I, like I said, the old me is gone, but nonsense and foolishness can quickly fire that person up. And I know that it's good to know your triggers. So mm-hmm. I said, no more. I, I, I would not, especially uh, since I'm in a place where I'm holding myself accountable. I, I can't deal with nonsense and foolishness. So I, I didn't care what I didn't know and <laughs> the, the knowledge that I didn't have. I just took that jump and here we are, you know, um, I'm still learning, but you, I guess you have to find, you have to find out when you're, when are you tired? When are you going to be sick of doing the same thing or, you know, following, following someone else's footsteps? 
win. Well, and that's where I love one of the quotes that you have connected to your brand is, you know, we all at some point get backed into a corner and we all have a choice. We're either going to fight our way out or we're going to wilt. And that's why I really love it is because as you said, nobody comes out of this where you're unscathed. You can listen to, you know, people that are majorly successful in any industry. They've all gone through things. Yes, of course, some people have gone through more, but Mm -hmm. everybody's gone through something. So with the warrior brand, what are some of the products that you've kind of connected to, or what are some of the products you have coming to kind of help instill some of that in people? So the t-shirts, so, you know, people have t-shirts everywhere. Mm -hmm. T-shirts have, you know, all types of sayings and all that, but the t-shirts that we're pushing have meaning, you know, they, they have a, a saying, isn't it? You know, you can. I guess it's a clever saying, but it's a a saying that I stand by. You know, I, I've done a couple of pre-orders. My recent one was, uh, "I'm not here for your feelings." You know, and that was basically just letting people know I, I don't care about your feelings. I I don't want to hear it because people get emotional and then they just start spitting out nonsense. I don't want to hear that. Now, if we if you want to have a conversation, I'm here. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. But your feelings, I don't. I, Give me truth because I'm going to give you truth. Give me logical responses because that's what I'm going to give you. I don't want to hear you. I don't, I'm not here for the feelings, you know? So, you know, our t-shirts, they, they have meaning. Um, I'm big on service. You know, my oath, um, the oath to the constitution and oath to, to protect and defend those who need protection and defending, you know, um, helping we went through that whole, that the last summer where we saw innocent people being beaten, being killed. And no one said anything. That made me, that made me mad. Like that, that took me to another spot. Um, and people still are not like they're, they're saying that's okay. Like even thinking about it now is making me mad, but yeah, I, you know, t-shirts with meanings and, uh, you know, we, we're going to have some hats, but, you know, we're trying to promote uh, health and wellness with our teas and soaps, our natural handmade soaps, uh, trying to get people to reconnect with nature. We're coming up with some, some bags, some knives, uh, just wanting people to take a minute and reconnect and find out who they are. I feel like a lot of people don't even know who they are. You know, you, you just come home and, you turn your TV on and the TV tells you what you need to know. And then you go to bed and you repeat and you don't even know who you are. You, you've been, you've been lied to and you're telling, you're probably telling your, yourself lies. And maybe this is not true for everyone else, but I know for me, that's what it was. And since I created this, this is, this whole lifestyle is, uh, has been like an eye opening and it's so much is I feel relaxed. I might not seem relaxed, but I'm, I'm relaxed, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, it's the brand. It, it has a meaning and it stands for something solid. It's, mm-hmm. it's just not something that, you know, Oh, that's cute. That's not, no people who associate that put on the t-shirts or whatever, they know what it means. This is, this is for real. 
And so obviously going into that, like you're, you're delving into the world of entrepreneurship. Do you think that if you hadn't gone through that self-love process or that understanding yourself process that you would have been able to continue going through some of the, you know, speed bumps that you've gone through to build the entrepreneurship brand for yourself? No, I, I don't even know where I would be. We probably even be talking right now. I wouldn't have a <laughs> podcast. I would... No, like, honestly, the person that was, what, four years ago? He was a different person. So it's been a trend, like a, a full transformation. It's the mindset. You, you really have to attack your mindset. That's your first enemy, like your mindset. People think it's other people. No, it's that thing that's sitting in your oh, head. Yeah. That, that thing is powerful. It can be a prison. It can, it can stop you from doing a lot of things. You got to challenge your mindset. Well, and that's something that, like you've said, you know, a couple of times is I really appreciate, you know, whether it be through the Warriors brand or through your podcast or just through some of the content that you're posting is that you really do challenge people to change that or to look at things differently. Cause you touched on a little bit earlier where it's so easy as humans, right? We do like structure and we do like rhythm, which is great. But there's that fine line between consistent structure that just puts you into that, you know, let's say zombie mode or that Mm -hmm. rinse and repeat mode. And that line of, okay, you know, I like structure. I like to get up in the morning and I like to drink my coffee or I like to drink a tea or, you know, I like to do a workout or whatever. That is structure. But oftentimes there's that real fine line. And so that's what I've always really enjoyed is that you challenge people to change that mindset. And so for yourself, if there was one, I guess, mindset changing thing, because we all know it's very difficult. You have to start that engine yourself, right? Nobody else is going to be able to do that for you. We have upwards of a hundred thousand plus thoughts an hour in our brain. We don't even recognize some of them. Mm-hmm. So if there was one thing that you've learned, whether it be through, you know, doing the podcast yourself, creating the brand or anything, what is the one thing that you can kind of, whether it be a mantra or, you know, a quote or anything like that, that can kind of start that snowball effect into that more positive and motivated thinking, what would be that one thing? Dang, Zach. (laughs) Oh man. Um, Accountability. I would say accountability, you know, holding yourself accountable, mm-hmm. everything. That's, what I, that's, what, that's where I go with it. Accountability. So when you, obviously accountability can be in a lot of different ways. So do you think, I know you said, obviously our biggest enemy is ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And so do you think it's just being accountable to yourself and saying, you know, if you say to yourself, Hey, tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to do a workout following through on that. Or, you know, saying, Hey, in a month, I'm going to be here and falling through that. No, I would say just, you know, just holding yourself accountable in every aspect of life Mm -hmm. and everything that you're doing. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? Have, have a reason and not just, I'm just doing it because, you know, I'm just doing it. Well, why? I, I don't really know. Just like, holding yourself accountable for everything that you're doing and knowing why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're going to get up and go to the gym, why are you doing that? Like, what's the reason? 
Are you just doing it because everyone else is doing it? You know, New Year's just came. Are you doing it because of the resolution? What are you doing it for? You know, be accountable. So what I'm pulling out of that is find your why, because that's going to hold you accountable, right? If you know why you're doing everything, Mm -hmm. right? So for you with your, you know, with your brand, you know why you're doing it. You're not chasing money, right? You're doing it because you're passionate about it. Same thing with your podcast. You're not doing it because you're chasing money. You're doing it because you're passionate about it. So you found your why. Mm -hmm. So then the question becomes, what is the first step to help people find their why? What is the first step to help people find their why? Ooh, Zach, you throwing them out there. I, I, okay. What is the first step? First step is being, being honest with yourself. You know, let me, real quick, I used to look myself in the mirror, you know, after a fight or whatever, and I would go into the mirror, go into the bathroom, look myself in the mirror, and I would look at myself and I would say, it's not my fault. And then that little voice would be like, yeah, it's not your fault. It's their fault. And then I will continue on doing what I'm doing. And I got tired of lying to myself. I realized I was lying to myself over and over again. And I looked myself in the mirror and said, it was me. So first and foremost, to find your why, you have to be honest with yourself. Do you want to change? Do you want to be better? What things do you need to change to reach those goals? Be honest. Yeah. And I, I love that because I think, you know, you and I have talked about this a few times. It, it's especially, you know, you talked about new year's resolutions. There's so many people that say, I want to do this, but there's no real driving force behind it because they're not connected to it emotionally. Right. We're, mm-hmm. we're all humans. We're all emotionally you know, involved creatures. And mm-hmm. if you can connect an emotion to it, right. So with your brand, you're connected to that emotionally because it's something that you're passionate about and it's something that you truly believe in. So you're going to be more apt to on the days that you don't want to get out of bed, you're going to get out of bed and do what you need to do because you're passionate about it. Right. right? The same thing. And what's so interesting is a lot of people, and we've talked about this before, will chase things because they feel like that's what they want. Right. Mm -hmm. So instead of chasing what they feel like they want and something to find what they truly want, what would be like the main, I guess, main thing that sparks that that's what they want or that's what they're in tune with. And I mean that because for you, obviously your brand is something that makes you happy and it fires you up and it it ignites that fire to be Mm -hmm. passionate about it what would be some of the other feelings that you think maybe some people might find along their journey? Cause obviously, you know, between the creation of your podcast, the creation of your brand and going through your self-love journey, you felt a lot of different things to get to where you're at now. Probably the passion for the brand has always been there, mm-hmm. but what were some of the other feelings that maybe came up? Were you nervous? Were you scared? How did you push those down? You know, how did you ultimately, I guess, as you said, quiet that self-talk and really keep going. The things that I came up on was, um, was doubt, you know, doubt. And like I said earlier before, people I've always, just always not really trying to fit in, but was trying to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't accepted. So, you know, we're here now with this brand. Will it be accepted? I hear it in my head. No one's going to follow that. No one's going to 
support that. Like, what is that? What is a warrior? What is a foundation? We don't do foundations around here, you know? Yeah. So like doubt would be the biggest thing. And yeah, no, I, like I, I get show, show jitters, mm-hmm. but nervous, not really, uh, fear, not really is doubt. Doubt is loud. Like doubt is loud and you just have to, you know, you acknowledge it. I hear you. I, I, I feel it. I, I, I sense it. I, okay. I, but I'm not stopping, you know, because I've, I've had a couple of people say they like it. I use that and I keep going. You know, I always come back to someone's liking what I'm doing. They're watching me. Am I just going to stop now? No, I got to keep going. So, you know, it, acknowledge that it's there, point it out and keep going. Don't act like it's not there because now you're lying to yourself yeah. and, and you're, you're taking steps back. You take, you don't want to take those steps back. Keep marching forward, point it out, see it and keep going. And pushing through and pushing through the doubt, the self doubt. I, I don't think I've ever met somebody that doesn't have some smidge of self doubt. It's, you yeah. know, some people are able to shut it off quite a bit and compartmentalize their feelings in different ways. But everybody I think has that somewhat self doubt, right? Do you think by being truly just authentic to yourself, having those tough conversations, like you said, as well as learning to be more vulnerable and accountable to yourself has allowed you to ultimately just go, I'm going to jump out of the ship or jump out of the plane, so to say with no parachute, I'm going to build one on the way down. Yeah. Um, I, the one was, what episode was it that you, the one guy said that, uh, was it? I forgot, but yeah, when I heard that, I was like, you know what? It is time to just go. I was like, I was in here just like, it's time to go. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just having that conversation and being real and, and just, you gotta be honest, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I say that it's very important to acknowledge those feelings, you know, that, that doubt, or if you're scared, acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. not sit there and say, I'm not, no, you, you are because now you're hiding from it. Don't hide from it, fight it. And that's the warriors. That's the warrior. Yep. Well, and that's, it's exactly it. You know, embracing, embracing those feelings is what is going to make you stronger the same way, you know, you're a gym enthusiast. If you look at the squat rack and, you know, you've been doing, let's say you've been doing 285 and your goal is to hit 305. But as soon as you put 305, that doubt inclines in your mind and you go, ah, I'm going to take that plate off there. <laughs> right. Compared to, you know what? Now I might not get five, 10 reps, but I'm going to do as much as I can you're mm-hmm. pushing into that vulnerability. You're pushing into that struggle. Right. And that mm-hmm. is so important. If somebody wants to purchase any of the warriors collection products, where can they find that at? Um, sign up at the warriors, www.warriorscollectionbrand.com. Uh, right now the site is not up, but we're going to do a soft uh, opening on Saturday of this week mm-hmm. and then open it fully up on Monday. Um, so yeah, warriors collection, uh, brand.com. And yeah, we got some teas, we got coffee, we got, you know, the shirts with the meanings and, um, some other stuff. And right now I'm working, I've been doing so much research for bags and 
trying to get some knives and uh that's a that's a whole little job on its own product research <laughs> so we're definitely trying to reconnect people to nature and promote health and wellness wellness and um you know outfit you in a shirt that that has some meaning you know that you know the owner stands by this and there's no wavering this is this is what we stand on well, and that's, you know, again, and following you on social media and obviously connecting with you in the way that I have, I really appreciate the vulnerability and the growth that I've, you know, I've even just seen from the time that we first started talking to now, right. It's been, yeah. you know, you're a lot, again, it's like you said, we never stop growing, you know, we yeah. never stopped learning and it's been great I just, to see. I just grew somewhere on the show. <laughs> <laughs> like you made me open, you made me go through doors that I knew were there, but I stayed away from them. So that's what you gotta, you gotta confront those doors. So that's what it's about, the, you know, the limitless <laughs> possibilities, right? So yeah. <laughs> if, do you have any books that you've read or listened to or any podcasts that you've listened to that have really invigorated you to maybe change that thinking and steps outside of that box? I'm, I'm going to have to say yours, yours. Um, you know, some of the, some of the episodes of West done with, uh, the shaping success, excuse me. Um, Tori slaughter, our given purpose, her podcast, uh, uh, who else? I don't, um, books. I, I read my daily devotional. I read my daily devotional every morning when I get up, that's the first thing I do. And then, you know, I, I still, it, start grinding. But yeah. When you're doing with your brand, do you have any goal setting and do you, do you do journaling to do goal setting or how do you kind of go about that to obviously keep yourself grounded, keep yourself grounded with what you're doing? Cause obviously it's really easy as we get a little bit more successful to be, maybe get a little complacent, right? Each and every one of us that struggles with that at some point where it's like, ah, things are going good. Maybe I'll take my foot off the gas. How do you kind of stay focused and moving forward? Do you have goal setting practices or do you have journaling that kind of keep you in tow with what you want to do? Yeah, I have a, I have a whiteboard that I write up all my goals on and, you know, um, as I hit them, I check them off. Um, but you know, I look at them all the time. I haven't been able to check off any of the goals that I, I, I checked off. Actually, I checked off some, but it's good to have those goals in front of you and seeing those and don't look at it as, man, I'm failing. Mm-hmm. I'm not hitting those goals. No, that you should look at it as I got to keep going. I, I put that up there. Accountability. I put that up there. I got to reach it. So yeah, you know, write down your goals, whether I have, I have it on a whiteboard. I don't do any journaling. Um, actually I've been thinking about getting into that, you know, probably be easier for me to release some of the, the, the tension that I'm, that I might deal with throughout the day to just, you know, put it on paper and get it out of sight. But yeah, definitely get a, you know, board or a piece of paper and put those goals in front of you. Don't put them where you can't see them because then you just fall off. You just, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> next. <Yeah. laughs> and so obviously, like you said, goal setting is so important. And one of the things that, you know, I've, I've heard a lot, whether it be through reading or different podcasts is when you're setting your goals, do you have 
progressional goals. So you have, you know, steps along the way. So let's say, you know, launching the brand, get your first t-shirt, then design a new logo. Did you have the progressional steps? So you're focused on progress or did you have just the end goal where that's what you want to get? And when you check those goals off, like you're saying, are you replacing them with new ones so that you're always looking at progress? Yeah. So I w- I said like short term, but not really short term. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a short term girl and then a long term. And yeah, I, if I hit it, I put a, I put a new number in like for my podcast, when I hit 500, it raced it and I put a thousand and it was mm-hmm. 15. And now I think we're selling that, uh, trying to get to 3000. So I'm constantly updating it and, and constantly looking at it as like, okay, am I, what am I doing to get to those goals? Am I staying consistent? Am I doing what I need to do to, you know, Mm-hmm. one day hit those goals because I mean, you can have goals, but if you're not doing anything to reach those goals and they're, they're just up there and you're just looking at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are you doing to, to get to those goals? And so in the progress or process of achieving your goals, if you hit a stumbling block, what kind of keeps you going? Is it that, you know, you're just going to be better the next day? Or is it that you know that you're doing your best every day? Like, what is it that really keeps you on the grind to continue with the progress? Because I think that is something for a lot of people. You've taken the entrepreneurial step. That's a huge step. A lot of people don't are able to take that. They, that uneasiness, they need to have that consistent paycheck. They need to have that, right? They feel very uneasy. And sometimes it can feel derailing, you know, maybe you have that goal setting and you hit that first goal and, you know, it looks great. And all of a sudden the next, you know, you, it feels like that next goal is five miles away to get to that next goal and keep yourself on path. Like what are the kind of grounding things or, you know, what are the things that kind of keep you going? Is it focusing being 1% better, just really falling in love with the process? Like what are those major things for a lot of people that maybe you're looking to take that leap to really hone in on? I would say just, you know, really (laughs) enjoy and learn the process. Like really, um, I've been researching and learning new things with uh, Adobe and other stuff. It's like, it seems overwhelming, but it's really not. It's take the time and enjoy it and just love it you know, the end game is going to come and, you know, right now we, we feel like it's not going to get there. You know, we feel like it's never going to come, but it is, as long as you keep doing it and you keep going, it'll, it'll be there. So enjoy the process of, you know, of what you're doing right now. Enjoy that process. Cause you can, when, when it does, you're like, man, I remember those days where I was, hours hours upon hours melting my eyeballs out of my head looking at the computer screen like it's gonna come Mm. i and i love it i that's something you know a lot of people miss sometimes is they get so focused on that end goal that the process gets missed and it's in falling in love with the progress or falling in the process when the true success really comes If you have one thing that you would leave everybody with to truly reach their limitless possibilities, what would it be? Unleash that warrior. <sighs> Unleash the warrior. You have it's in there. It's it's in it's inside of you. It's waiting. It's it's waiting to come out. It's it's 
And when you unleash it, you 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 won't be won't be so worried about what's going on around you. You'll be focused on your goal, and and it's ready to go. The warrior is ready to go. Yeah. And I love that. Like you said, you'll be focused on what you're doing and not looking around you. I'm sure you've seen it too. There's the photo of Michael Phelps and he's about to touch the wall and the guy beside him in the swimming pool is watching him. Yeah. And it's like, that guy's a lion. He's not focusing on anything else, but yeah. his own race. And I think that's huge. So I, I really appreciate that message. Yeah. Uh, that's what it is. <laughs> If anybody wants to connect with you uh, via your coming website this weekend, uh, via social media, different things, where's the best place for them to get in contact with you? Well, I, mean, I, I, I honestly, I don't even know because all my stuff is not, <laughs> um, um, I, like I said, I challenge people's, you know, thought process on certain things. So Twitter is banning some of my content, you know, uh, YouTube is, they definitely mess with my, um, my YouTube channel, Instagram. It's, it's weird. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, I, I guess you can, man, that is tough because I, <laughs> I guess, well, you know, get in contact with me through email warriors, uh, dot collection brand at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I mean, on Instagram, you can follow me there, uh, at warriors underscore collection underscore. And if you would like to follow me on Twitter, uh, at C through it one, C through it one. Um, but like I said, a lot of my stuff has been, you know, messed with. So, um, you know, but we still working. We're not going to allow, allow any of that to slow down what we're doing that we have. We have something that's, I feel like it's going to empower the people and, and, you know, give people hope knowing that there's others that are, standing for something. So, and so the, all of that will definitely be listed in the show notes. So you can uh, connect with Brian as well. And if they want to check out, and I definitely recommend if you want to look at things through a different perspective and find a little bit more challenging on certain issues that are going on, where can they find your podcast? You can find my podcast on Apple, no, uh, Amazon. Was it audible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Audible, uh, Spotify, and um, I think that, well, you know, all the little minor ones, um, Anchor, I just blacked out, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and all of them. But yeah, Apple, Spotify, and um, Audible, um, See Through It Podcast. And I definitely recommend everybody go and check that one out. It's uh, it definitely sparks some outside the box thinking, which is all about trying to achieve the limitless possibilities. Do you have yeah. any closing notes for anybody? What would, uh, what do you got for everyone? I would say we need more conversation, you know, don't, we need more conversation. We, we, we need more conversation, more dialogue. Uh, you don't have to debate. You don't have to debate. Just have a conversation. If someone says, let's debate, kindly turn it down and walk <laughs> away. But if there's a conversation to be had, let's have a conversation. Everyone start talking. And on that too, I would, I would echo, you know, be willing to have those difficult conversations. Cause I think on the other side of that is going to be true growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's to me right now It's a lot of people wanting to debate. And in my mind, when I hear debate, I just see people yelling that no one's listening right. and you're just throwing out nonsense. So let's talk. 
I appreciate it a lot, Brian, having you on. This has been great. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously sparking some interest and I can see uh, through the conversation. So it's been really good. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed that interview with Brian. I know I really enjoyed conversing and getting to know a little bit more through the interview was amazing. And one thing that I really respected about it is as you heard, he was talking about some of the questions kind of pushed him to be open and, you know, thinking about things in a different perspective. And he alluded to at the end as well with really just not having a debate and having a conversation. And I think social media has pushed us so much to being triggered or being upset about so many different things that really we don't need to have a debate about. So I really value, again, the relationship, as I would say, or connectivity uh, partnership, as Brian would like to say. And I know Jay and Wes, you'll enjoy that one as well. Uh, But just really being able to be thoroughly honest and as his podcast said, seeing through it. So really in any relationship or friendship or anything that you're having conversations in, be willing to accept what people are saying to you. Don't just listen to answer, listen to understand, and you never know where the limitless possibilities will take you. By being willing to change and being more open, Brian has been able to take himself from somebody that he had mentioned during the interview being a very wound up, maybe a little bit more hot headed to now being a very level headed and thriving, creating his own business, creating a brand and truly standing up for something that he wants to do. On the other side of discomfort is where we're going to be able to step into our most authentic self. We're going to be able to step into our true passionate self. And that's where the true limitless possibilities lie. I'll leave you with one of my favorite quotes today. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl, but do whatever you have to do to keep moving forward. And that was Martin Luther King Jr. If you like this episode and you feel like you got some great value from it, I would really appreciate if you could head on over to iTunes and like rate and review the podcast is that really does help me bring on more guests and it does help me grow the show to be able to bring great content to each and every one of you. I look forward to catching up with each one of you next week and continuing down the road of limitless possibilities.